0: What's Hapalachianin?
1: And welcome back to another episode of What's and This is Gabe Roush alongside Cody Greathouse. <laughs> Glad to be back with you guys. A week hiatus. Yeah, a week hiatus. Things got a little busy for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. some uh some life. Yeah. Some jobs. Mhm. Family.
2: If we could podcast 24/7, we would. Mhm. But
1: I don't think anybody would listen to that shit. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> Outside nah. of that, my life really isn't that exciting. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I go to work. Yeah. <laughs> then what? <laughs> I come home and I hang out with my family. Five stars. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I rode my bike over the weekend. You did, dude. Yeah, Carson and I both were in a mountain bike race. Okay, so I know this is
2: impromptu. We didn't discuss this before we jumped in before. You know how we have our little five-minute, like, okay, what are we going to do? And then we. this is impromptu, but, like, Nitro, West Virginia, right?
1: Yeah, or Lake Ridenour Lake Park. Hour. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, they've started up a mountain bike series here in like the Kanada High Valley. They're just trying to really promote the sport of cycling. Yeah, so
2: so what what was it? I mean, is that was that your first mountain bike race?
1: No, I've done a time trial before. What well, show was a time trial then? But uh, I've done it before out in Rio Grande, Ohio, at the, the Gatewood Trail. I remember you did that. Yeah. yeah, that kicked my
2: butt. But I thought that was like I, that was a time. So this one was a time trial too, and yeah, night. it was chip okay. time
1: because you can't. I mean. Yeah, you
2: can. You, you, you can wreck you, people you, and like oh, yeah. kick people. Yeah, you, off. You, can, you can. like hit them with bike chains. <laughs> Biker gangs. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> they can't see you.
1: Yeah, they can't see
2: me. So literally, our listeners yeah. just heard you breathing heavily into the mic, and then yeah,
1: cast. <laughs> I was <pretending> the pedal, <laughs> sneaking up on somebody and whack him upside the helmet with yeah. a chain. Yeah, no, that'll.
2: Uh... <laughs> That this is why we're <laughs> gonna eventually be videoing our episodes, <laughs> so you guys can see what's happening behind the scenes. That yeah. is something that we are gonna be adding here in
1: the. <laughs> How many weeks have future? we said this? Uh, yeah, work. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, no. Carson had fun with his little Strider race too. Did me, he? So. Did he get second? Fourth. Fourth. Yeah, like he came in hot. Like he he was up in the dude. In, the video oh, I
2: saw he started off like
1: started off strong, but there was like this slight little incline that he was just like. Uh, and like these other kids that probably ride that style because he's on like city streets like he's more of a road striderist yeah, he's more of a road guy it's a road striderist a row ad yeah kind of like his dad yeah but you no know, we're venturing off it was fun it was a good fun family day yeah good so good man i will say burp mm-hmm.
2: your beard's looking good man
1: thanks dude I I am kinda shocked that it's looking good. It
2: is. I mean it's there aren't scragglies, it's just kinda all there. You know? I know, I know.
1: And the reason is I've got the best barber in the tri state area. I got the Keep best me ship- barber. No, Jason's the best barber. Justin is pretty damn good. Yeah, they're both pretty damn good. So Who do you
2: think would win in a fist fight?
1: <sighs> Straight just knuckles or is yeah, like, like Justin gets cuffs. I feel like Justin will pull out some like, I don't know, assault weapon and just like yeah. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I'd have to drink We love it. them both equally. Yeah. <laughs> They're both great guys. Yeah. Visions Barbershop in Galpliss Ferry, West Virginia. Definitely the best barbershop in the tri-state area. We trust them with our heads of hair and faces of hair. And beard beards. Care. <laughs> beard care. <laughs> I'll see you uh, Thursday, Justin. <laughs> see you tuesday
2: jason (laughs) Guys, i'm serious even if you're just going through i know this sounds stupid but even if you're just going through you want to kick it on the couch for a little bit and just meet these dudes like they're that open to just like hanging out yeah
1: they're they're good guys so definitely check out jason and justin at visions barbershop
2: yeah tell them that cody and gabe sent you (laughs)
1: Yeah. now that we paid the bills yeah Uh, anything new with you, man? Before we really get into this, no,
2: I don't really have a Grinds my beard. I don't either. Um, that's, that's a
1: good thing because I hate that segment. Yeah, I do too. It's a, it's a piece of shit. I don't know why we do it. I don't either. Um, and it's because because it blends well with uh, <laughs> our sponsor. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I mean this has been a this has been a constant before our sponsor. But mm-hmm. no, I don't really have a Grinds my beard this week. I think it's been pretty straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. You
1: know,
2: nothing. Nothing too negative yet. Yeah. Knock on wood. That's what about you? You don't have a grinds my beard, do you? I don't. I'm really happy yeah.
1: that I don't. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, anyways, it would be if we did have grinds my beard, it would be an injustice to this episode because this is a very positive episode. Oh, definitely. Like definitely. I've been, I've been so stoked to to go down this road um, with with Jeff Lomsley, the uh, owner curator of the Mothman Museum. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm sure. The majority of our listeners are aware of Mothman and, and the museum and, and uh, everything that's kind of went on here in Point Pleasant. However, I don't think it has ever been discussed in this type of form or even in video of the impact Mothman has had on Point Pleasant.
2: Yeah, no, I don't think so either, and I was kind of nervous going in to talk to Jeff just because, like, I was scared he was going to sit there and think like, yeah I got to answer the same old damn questions that I answer yeah. probably weekly." Like, "Oh, what the Mothman look like? What happened? Tell me yeah. about TNT area. And did he like, hurt anybody? <laughs> did he? Did he hurt anyone?" <laughs> I like
1: to pretend my Mothman,
2: <laughs> but it's uh, it, it totally took a different turn. I think even than what Jeff had kind of expected. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, yeah, and good on that. Uh, Jeff's a great guy. I uh, have a lot of respect for Jeff and what he's done for Point Pleasant the Community, which you guys have been hearing me. about that. Uh, so, guys, hopefully you can sit back, relax,
1: and enjoy the show. All right, so we've got Jeff Wamsley, owner and curator of the world's only Mothman Museum here in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. So thanks for joining us, Jeff. I appreciate yeah.
0: it. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, uh, we've we've been like throwing this idea around for some time, and uh, we've been really excited to to try to get you on and and, and kind of talk about a, a completely different perspective than what most people really think about yeah. right. when they when they hear about the Mothman and everything. So we really appreciate you coming on. Okay, I appreciate yep. you
0: having me. Yeah.
1: So uh, I guess we can just kind of really just kind of cut into yeah. it. So uh, first of all, like kind of what, what really piqued your interest really with, with, with the Mothman and and everything like that?
0: Um, well, you know, when all that happened, I was only about five or six years old. So I don't remember a lot about the actual events and everything. But, you know, as I got a little bit older, got into junior high, you know, and, and picked up, you know, John Keel's Mothman Prophecies book. Yeah kind of looked through it i thought it was pretty cool that it all happened here you yeah. know in the, our hometown started reading some of the names you know some of those names sounded familiar and yeah. then i thought you know that some of those people lived on our street you right. know they're on yeah. 30th street and i talked to my parents and you know i was asking them about it and they said yeah they they just lived down the road And then it, you know i got into high school delivered papers to linda scarberry you know mm-hmm. didn't realize you know that she was one of the main witnesses of all this stuff and then you know uh started you know talking to a few people mm-hmm. then and uh, when i had the chain of record stores you know the criminal yeah. record mm-hmm. stores yep. and everything I, d- I decided to it'd be cool to uh and i talked to linda and some of the other people she had a lot of archives from that that time period mm-hmm. which i thought was pretty rare yep. a lot of rare stuff so I thought, you know, I'd like to, you know, compile a book mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, put it together, telling a real story, you know. The movie hadn't came out yet. Richard Gere's movie hadn't right. came out yet. So Donnie Surgent Jr. and I, you know, worked together in Criminal Records. We put that first book together. Then I caught wind that that movie was coming out, and I knew that the timing couldn't be better to release the book. Yeah. But people have been coming here since you know the 70s the late 60s early 70s Mm -hmm. you know you didn't have the internet then you didn't have social media but people had read john keel's book also
1: so they were were tourists even back then oh yeah like really looking into the area just for this man that's crazy yeah yeah. people
0: were coming in not like they do now i mean you know but there were private investigators uh You didn't really call it the paranormal investigators like you do now. Yeah. Yeah. They were just curious about it. They were coming to the TNT area. At that time, all those buildings were still up there, Mm -hmm. North Power Plant, South Power Plant, and all those buildings. So um, people were coming and everything. And then, you know, when that movie came out with Richard Gere, that was in 2002, Mm -hmm. uh, the book came out right at the same time. And then that pretty much blew wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then you know we started the festival around 2003 because of the interest from the movie. We had a couple guys that were coming from Katanning. Uh Butch and Bernie we called them. Uh Butch uh owned a couple foodland grocery stores up there in and Katanning. Now that's where they actually filmed the movie. Okay, okay. a lot of people one of the f- main questions people ask me, did they film that movie here? The answer is no. Even though the police department, the fire department, all them guys went up there and they were actually extras in the movie. They used the the fire trucks and police cars and all that. Well, these guys would come to the festival every year and bring all these movie props because Butch was just ate up with the movie. Mm -hmm. He was buying everything and anything to get his hands on. He had plenty of money to spend, so he was buying everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was a big draw at the festival for people to be able to see all those archives. Well, Fast forward a few years, it got hard for him to come every year to the festival. So one day uh, he called me and said, hey, look, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time getting down there every year. Mm-hmm. And I know people want to see this stuff. I want to donate all this stuff to you and Carolyn Harris, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, who had the Harris Steakhouse right. and stuff. So he said, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll get a tax write-off. I'm donating it to you guys. That's when the, the idea, the catalyst for the museum came about. It's because you know I thought you know it's not gonna do any good just putting this stuff in a closet, right. you know, yeah, yeah, uh, we secured a spot across the street, you know, yeah, yeah. where the trading company is now, and mm-hmm. we opened that in two thousand eight I think mm-hmm. you know, just on weekends, we just opened on Saturdays yeah, and Sundays, yeah. and and it just grew from there, and then fast forward a few more years, you've got all the documentaries, you've got the fallout seventy six game, yeah, which was a major. That was a major push right there oh, because one hundred percent. They are the biggest uh gaming company in the world. Yeah. And you know, I caught wind through one of my students. Right. I didn't know anything about it, yeah. you know. That's they bad. uh That's cool. Uh they put the museum in it and they mm-hmm. put the Mothman in mm-hmm. it. And, you know, you had a whole new demographic right there all drawn here yeah because a lot of those people that played that game they didn't have a clue what mothman was but they'll come here now yep Mm -hmm. and uh you know
1: yeah so so kind of like take it back 2002 2003 i mean I, i knew you had said that you were working on this book anyways and then you guys had considered this uh what really brought up the idea and the push for the festival in itself was it was it did you just see the the potential? Or yeah, was it just like we, we, there's enough enthusiasts coming in the town we can maybe throw out something just to something yeah. To well, that's see what how it we did. Yeah. That's what
0: we did the first year. We had it in the uh, the empty where the mason jar is now. Mm-hmm. That was Holly Myers. Mm-hmm. So we went to Sandy Dunn or uh, Carolyn asked Sandy Dunn if we could use the building for right. the weekend. She said fine. Yeah, go ahead and use it. I mean, we had everything from from. uh crafts really didn't have anything to do with mothman you know it just said anybody wants to bring something sell it like a yard sale bring it we had women in there with crafts and Mm -hmm. blankets and quilts and all i mean it was a a mishmash of everything right (laughs) but you know i think we had maybe five six hundred people show up we didn't even advertise it we decided two weeks before we had the festival to do it wow. wow Still and big, uh, yeah. Good, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then every year after that, it built a little more, and then, then of course you know the way it is now. Yeah, yeah. You know this last year would have been our twentieth. Mm-hmm. Of course, we had to cancel because of the COVID. Yeah, and so that we're calling this year our twentieth, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, you know we're we're pulling twelve to fifteen thousand people. You know, it's a major boost to the economy here, and most yeah. definitely, most that definitely. was the intention. You know, but clear back in two thousand and three was you know to help main street that was the main focus was main street but now you know the whole town everybody Mm -hmm. which is that's what we wanted definitely yeah
1: i mean i mean what a unique like attack plan of attack like like take something that folks were i mean in the 2000s like i mean i i mean i grew up on the northern end of the county i was like yeah "Yeah, mothman whatever
0: everybody's used to it everybody that lives around here is used to it and uh you know, it's like if you live five minutes from the ocean, yeah. yeah. Everybody here wants to exactly. go to the ocean. Yes. They want to come here yeah. to the mountains. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. They're used to it, and it's it's old hat. But uh, you know, we we, uh, it's like I tell everybody. I mean, you know, not every town has the opportunity to have a monster or whatever it no, was. You're right. You know, they can people can <laughs> concoct stuff. Just you know, to try. Yeah. It. But this was all in the history books. I mean, it was yeah. archived in the newspapers. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's not like just two or three people, yeah, yeah seen yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of people, and who knows what it was? I mean, you know, I've heard you know birds, bats, owls, people dressed up in costumes, yeah, you know, anything. But there was just way way too many people seeing it mm-hmm. to just toss it out and say, well, you know. Now, I would be skeptical if it was just three or four people, but oh, I've yeah. talked to people. Elderly people, you know, there were professional people, teachers, mm-hmm. nurses. Like not just... Right. It know, wasn't... And, and you street. know, Linda Scarborough and the others were... They were 19, 20 years old. But, um, you know, I've talked to people that will actually come in the museum, older people mm-hmm. in their 70s and 80s, and they'll say, you know, we saw it. Yeah. And I'll, they'll say, we don't know what it was, and we didn't tell a lot of people. Yeah. We didn't want all the attention. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. So Yeah. I, I
2: think, Jeff, you hit on something... Big. That was essentially going to be the focal point of our episode. Is mm-hmm. is the economy and what Mothman's done for our local? Yeah, yeah. Economy. I mean,
0: you know, it's it. There's no no doubt. I mean, a lot of businesses on Main Street, tourism. You mm-hmm. know, through the summer. I mean, downtown's always busy. Yeah. You got more stores, places opening. Yeah. Uh, and the hotels benefit from it I mean, gal Pliss benefits from it just probably as oh, as much as point it. pleasant oh, yeah. without a doubt and the, you know they really don't have any any stake or claim to it other than there was a few sightings over there at the airport yeah things like that but yeah. you know the TNT is another big draw yeah, yeah. and people want it, they want to go to the TNT they want to look around and so my philosophys always been you know I will try to sh- you know supply the archives Mm-hmm. And you decide, yeah. Because you know I'm not in the business of trying to convince anybody of anything, and I've I've been that way from day one. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, if you think it was an owl, that's great. If you think it was, you know, your high school buddy up there jumping on cars, yeah. which I we all know that's been the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so but whatever it was, it's stuck and it's it's never going to go away. Right. It, it'll be here for. A long time.
1: Yeah. And it, well, it's a dang good story, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. And,
0: Well, you have a lot of components. You know, you have the initial UFO sightings. There mm-hmm. was a ton of UFO sightings yeah. in the 60s in this area, the Tri-County, Tri-State area. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you had this Big Bird sightings. A lot of people still refer to it as Big Bird. Mm-hmm. Then you had these men in black mm-hmm. showing up, which that's documented. My my own mother mm-hmm. saw these men in black. She didn't know who they were. Yeah, Didn't know if they was insurance salesmen or if they were... IRS agents mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But she said they stuck out. Mm-hmm. She said people made fun of them because of the way they dressed, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then you had the, um, of course, the silver bridge collapse, all that. Yeah. All culminated. Yeah. At one time, you know, within a two year period. So it's, yeah. it's a,
1: that much happens in that
0: short yeah yeah time, bro, that's gonna stick well, everybody has a theory yeah, uh, yeah and a
2: lot of people don't understand i think they look at this as the mothman and and you know uh mystery and things like that but what they don't understand are the nuts and bolts that, that go into how the mothman is helping f- our economy flourish here as a small town you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and alongside that you know jeff you and i commend you for it you're preserving history Throughout this, throughout yeah. this process, you know, well, I mean. the museum, yeah, we have a yeah.
0: lot of stuff here, right? That, you know, people want to look at that. They want to look at those police reports. They want to mm-hmm. look at the old newspapers. Yeah, you know, you know. so yeah, it's uh, y- and little kids come in. You know, I, I, I kind of laugh at the little kids. Almost look at this Mothman as the way I looked at Batman when yep. I was little. Yep. You yeah. know, I watched <laughs> Batman TV show all the time. Mm-hmm. I was just enthralled by that whole. The costumes and yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and all that, and the mystique and everything. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then, and then uh, you know, as I got older, I was fascinated with bands like Kiss. You know, mm-hmm. nobody knew who they were; they didn't know what they looked like.
1: Yeah, yeah. To
0: me, that was really cool. Yeah. You yeah. know, now everybody knows, but anyway, right? Uh, you know that that whole you know the flash and the, the yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I think a lot of kids look at the Mothman as just some kind of like a superhero mm-hmm. type thing, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Oh, I agree. It's, with, with what you guys are able to do with the museum and everything and, and kind of the branding with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I love that comic book feel that you yeah, guys yeah. have. That, that, that goes with that Batman kind of yes. like.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, with the pandemic and everything, you know, we were a little concerned. But, you know, people want escapism. They want, they, yeah. they're tired of watching the news. They're tired of wearing masks. T- I mean, of course, we still wear the mask. Right, but yeah. You know they're they're tired of being told to stay home. They want to get out, and they don't want to be burdened with all of the, the crap that's going on. They want escapism. They yeah, want yeah. a day off away from it. You yeah. Know? yeah. And they come in the museum, and you know they'll watch the videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll uh, they'll go up and down Main Street and go to all the shops. They'll go to the statue, mm-hmm. uh, the TNT area, and we send them everywhere. Yeah. You know when the River Museum opens, that'll be another huge draw. Yeah. So all the components are there. The, yeah. the River Park, mm-hmm. uh, Silverbridge Memorial. Yeah. You know, Farm Museum. A lot of people go up there. So yeah.
2: Jeff, you, you. I mean, you've been on Main Street, Point Pleasant for a while in terms of you know owning businesses, uh, criminal records, things like that. I mean, from ever since you've started the Mothman, I, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Mm-hmm. But ever since you started the Mothman Museum and things like that, how have you seen? the economy take a turn, maybe, you know, maybe it took a dip at one point and now it's starting to come back up. Or what have you seen in terms of local economy after the Mothman was kind of,
0: the put Mothman in the museum spotlight. was yeah.
2: putting a spotlight?
0: Well, I, I think, you know, the museum is a, is a, one of the main draws, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. on main street. Oh, but the nice thing about it is, is, you know, they want to see other stuff too, right. mm-hmm. you know, and they're going to go to other shops. They're going to go to the ice cream place. They're going to go, to the you know other other stores mm-hmm. and and uh, so and they'll stay at the hotel right you know, you know what I mean so it's just a a trickle down effect I mean you know they'll spend an hour maybe a couple hours in here but they want to go look around and yeah. everything so I mean and you don't really have to be on Main Street to to benefit from it Village yeah. Pizza sells that Mothman pizza Definitely, like yeah. crazy yeah th-
1: th- I think that's one of my favorite things about Mothman is yeah. the fact that like I mean like certain art you can trademark but mothman itself like right. like he's he's open game and You're you right. you can market that the way yeah. you want to right. for your own and i think that's really cool versus i don't know other well, things Well yeah
0: mothman is is you can't trademark that name Yeah but and i run into this issue all the time with a lot of our designs yeah, here your, you know they're trademarked yeah. copyrighted but mm-hmm. you know that's that's like you know tr- trying to to trademark you know something that's just more of a generic term yeah yeah mothman was created the name supposedly came from some news reporters Mm -hmm. there was a character in some of the early batman shows called mothman Mm -hmm. and also the fact that some of those witnesses said it had moth like wings and then the name stuck Mm -hmm. yeah but most of the people right here still call it the big bird yeah yeah Not to be confused with the one on Sesame Street. Right, this is not
1: yellow and friendly. Definitely not. Right, helps with ABCs. Definitely not. (laughs) So he might be friendly. There's
0: a lot of theories. I mean, people have different perceptions. Yeah. There's the friendly Mothman, the cuddly (laughs) Mothman, Mm -hmm. the demonic Mothman, (laughs) and the harbinger of doom Mothman, you know? I
1: like to think of my Mothman. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's It's just a a chill guy that's just hanging out. Yeah. (laughs) You see something bad going on. Well, the fact
0: (laughs) is, is that whatever this thing was never really physically harmed anybody. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It never... People ask that a lot. You know, did it attack anybody? Did... You know, but... And I can honestly say some of those original witnesses did suffer a lot of mental mm-hmm. issues because mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. You know, and I talked to them firsthand, and they said, you know, we could not rationalize what it was that we were seeing. Yeah, yeah. And it really messed with their heads a lot. You yeah, know, they, they, they thought, thought you know, is this thing watching me? I mean, yeah. the, the paranoia. Right. Yeah, that,
1: that would get You know, I you. had
0: one lady that uh, I won't name her, but, you know, she would not drive at night. Wow, she after that happened and she saw it, you know, up close. You know, she said she would never drive at night after wow. that. That's that's crazy. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: um, you kind of touch about the different perspectives of Mothman, and um, like looking back to two thousand three and even up to today. Like, has the community as a whole been behind this push, or mm-hmm. has it been resistant?
0: No, nah, we, we've, I've not seen any really, you know, you have some of the, the, the hardcore locals is like, yeah, it was just a bunch of kids up there drinking and carrying on. You mm, know? Yeah. Maybe it was, you know, I mean, uh, you know, they, they, uh, they know how popular the story is, you know, yeah. but they just don't really sometimes yeah. want a part of it, but I've never had anybody mm-hmm. say anything really that bad to me. I right. mean, you know, they'll joke yeah, yeah. about it, yeah you, know, yeah, you know, Hey, you know, and stuff like that, but that's all. You know, well, I think there's been a, to
2: yeah, I think there's been a bigger community push for Mothman. Yeah, yeah. well, they
0: see how big the festival yeah. is, mm-hmm. and they they realize that it's you know really they people should be happy that people want to come to this town one hundred percent and hang out. Yeah, I've got people, believe it or not, all the time that call me and email me, and they want to move here. Yeah, these people that come to the festival from these big <laughs> cities, New York. You know, everybody's wanting out of New York now yeah. because of all the other yes, stuff. Right. But even before that, they're like, "You know what? This is where we would like to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we you do you know any realtors, you know?" That's so awesome. I give them name, names and numbers. Yeah. <laughs> they want to buy property here in Point Pleasant, now whether it be in town or out in the country or whatever. And some of them have done it. Yeah. That's you know. Yeah.
2: That's really cool. That is really
0: cool. <laughs> yeah, we, we get some
1: some better broadband up in here. Get, get those remote remote workers <laughs> yeah. work from home, and and Looks
0: they always man. comment on how friendly the people are, yeah, which yeah. I, that's always makes you feel good. You oh, know, yeah. right yeah, they're, they're like, man, you know, people here they, you know, they live in New York, and people you don't even look at anybody. You're walking down the street. They yeah. don't. You don't look at anybody. They don't look at you. <laughs> but here. We're like waving
1: Forrest Gump style from across right, the street, right? Yeah. Hey, right. But in you know, them. they'll
0: they'll come in here and they'll say, you know, that guy actually spoke to us when he was walking by. Yeah. They're not used to that. Yeah, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, Cody's
2: imagined me standing from across the street. Yeah, waving like Forrest. Yeah, no, I'm just imagining you standing <laughs> beside me as my neighbor, <laughs> <laughs> waving at me from the side. Hey, Cody. Yeah. Uh.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but they're 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 happy with you know the town. They like it. They the history of the mm-hmm. town and stuff like that. So. Awesome. I think it's a big compliment, you know, for yeah, for people doubt. to say stuff like that. You know, oh, I agree. I've never had anybody say, you know, that I, I would never live there. You know, I don't like it there. You know, yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. And people that come into the museum are are giddy sometimes. Yep. You know, they're excited; it's on their bucket list to come to Point Pleasant.
1: <laughs> that's, that's and amazing. I send
0: all that stuff to the mayor. Yeah, I get yeah. A, I get emails talking about how great this town is. And, yeah how the people are and i just copy it and i paste it and i send it to them yeah,
1: yeah that's, that's good that is that's yeah. good i mean it and well you kind of alluded to this earlier about people that live by the beach they just overlook the beach and I, and I mean people outside of even mothman they 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 do that to their own small small town i think yeah, so yeah, and, too, yeah. and then to each other like everybody's used to everybody being friendly here yeah so you just kind of overlook that I yeah mean, i think that's
0: yeah you go to any any town that has a draw yeah you know, like uh like down in uh, was it was a Blue Ridge, Georgia mm-hmm. guy that he comes to the festival every year. But he's got a a Bigfoot museum down there, okay. really nice, mm-hmm. yeah, super nice. And that town is just just like I mean, you know, it's it's just a booming town. They got a railway that goes right downtown. That you can take oh, train rides. Oh, wow. That's cool. And it's it's in the mountains yeah. area of mm-hmm. Georgia. If you're ever that way, it it's like called it. Expedition Bigfoot. Yeah, you got to stop there.
1: Sounds like a bucket list. It down. does. It does.
0: It is For really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a it's it used to be a great big nightclub and they sold it and he bought it. And this guy, he's meticulous with everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he practically lives there. You know. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's we went we stopped there a few years ago and stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, so I, I know a lot of people, uh, not a lot of people, but some people think of Mothman as the cryptid that he is is this uh terrorizer, this uh uh just mysterious Harbinger of doom, doom. yeah yeah. When, yeah when in reality you take a look at the town of point pleasant and over the past 40 50 years mothman's not been <laughs> quite that i mean uh, it's a great right. story but it is in, in the end like he's had a i said <laughs> i refer to him as yeah he's had a big influence in terms of success and an economic yeah. impact yeah. within a small town
0: well, a lot, a lot of that comes from John Keel's book, The Mothman yeah. Prophecies, which pushed the Silver Bridge disaster. Yeah, and you know uh, the fact that you know after they they say that after the bridge fell, nobody ever seen this thing again. But that's not the case. I've yeah. got I've got uh, newspaper clippings from the seventies, eighties, on and on. You know the 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 heavy years were 66, 67, 68, right around in there. Mm-hmm. But you know. And I tell people, I I do all these interviews and stuff, you know, and the bridge fell because it was 40 years old mm -hmm. and nobody ever inspected it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. Now, people said, well, they seen men in black walking up and down on the, you know, maybe. Mm -hmm. People saw this large, dark figure flying over top. Maybe. But, you know, when you have a bridge that's 40 years old, and semi-trucks on it constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a flawed it's, design. And yeah. a flawed design, and, you know, decay from within, nobody yeah. knew about. Mm-hmm. And only two bridges like it in the country, this one and the one in St. Mary's. Yeah. As soon as this one fell, they, they shut, shut that out. one down. So, yeah. But, you know, I always like to think at least something good came about it with the bridge inspections now. Oh, it was, yeah. That was because of the... The bridge falling, but mm-hmm. you know, people always ask me about you. know, Do you think that it had anything to do with the bridge falling? I just say, well, you know, or you know, they they say, well, you know, it's caused all kinds of uh, bad luck and omens and all that. And I'm thinking, you know, you're talking a 50 year span. You're going to have some stuff going on, of course. You know, <laughs> now if it was every day, yeah. Yeah. you know, <laughs> this blew up, you know, yeah. these people got run over, <laughs> you know, I, I would be a little skeptical, but yeah. <laughs> but you know. Yeah. All towns have have uh disasters and tragedies. I mean, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I mean and that that disaster is still kind of an open wound for our It town. is. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I and that's like, why I,
0: I stay away from it. Yeah, you guys yeah. are very much. Stay respectful away from, from it, that. Yeah. You are. My my mother had an un- uncle that was on the bridge when it fell and he died. Carolyn, you know, her yes. son and her husband or uh her ex husband or whatever. You know, so I, I I'll talk about the bridge as far as you know when it fell and all that, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. go down that road. Yeah, it was know. in the t-
1: it was in the time frame, and yeah, I won't was, I will
0: not put that image of the bridge on any of our merchandise. Yeah. try to make any money off any of that yeah. or anything. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now in my books, you know, there are sections about the bridge. Right. Yeah. Uh, there was a popular Popular Mechanics article from the '60s that we put in there, mm-hmm. just so people could you know. Yeah. Well, Get an idea about what what the bridge was like. I barely remember going across the bridge. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, yeah, that's.
0: I was six when the bridge fell, mm-hmm. and I was in the basement playing on 30th Street, five miles away, yeah. and yeah. the house shook. I remember. From I that. distinctly remember that house just went boom, and I thought it was a sonic boom mm-hmm. from a plane. Yeah. yeah, but that's what it was. Isn't it was the bridge. It. Wow,
1: that's that's nuts. Wow. So, I know you, you've talked about Carolyn Harris a couple times mm-hmm. so far, and I know that she was a very proud Point Pleasant team. Oh, yeah. And, and just very proud of this story and everything like that. Yeah. Um, what do you think she would, how, how do you think she'd feel about Point Pleasant now? I mean, I well, feel like it's grown I, I think
0: she'd be impressed. I mean, you know, she was a businesswoman and yeah. and uh, she would do anything for anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, she would, uh, and if you didn't have money for lunch, you know, she, she had, <laughs> she probably had a stack of credit. You know, for people in yeah. there and stuff, but you know, she was anything for downtown. She yeah. was there. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, any mm-hmm. event, Battle Days, Mothman Festival, Fourth of July. Yeah, she yeah. was always there. You know, yeah. and you know, we have the section in the back. Yeah, yeah I saw dedicated that. That was, to her. That's, that's all that stuff came from the Donner. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were going to awesome, just Jeff. get rid of that stuff, and and I just walked over and I said, you know, we got and and what's really weird about that that uh, soda fountain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought there's no way we can get that in there, and when we put that in there, it fit to the T in that room back there, wow. which was weird. Yeah, that you know? is weird. Like, yeah, it was really strange. And uh, I thought, well, you know that that might be, you know,
1: yeah, a little bit of fate, right? Definitely. there. Yeah, 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 definitely.
0: So people can say, you know, and we have a section that tells about Carolyn, yeah, what she had to do with the, you know the Mothman Festival and all mm-hmm. that. Right?
1: So. Yeah, no, she was she was definitely a great lady. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely a huge champion for the city yeah yeah she was as are you as are you yeah well yeah i
0: appreciate that but yeah Yeah. she was she was far more you know involved than i was in the in the early days you know Mm -hmm. because but you know during that festival and stuff you know she (laughs) she was she was busy i mean you couldn't walk in that place over Mm -hmm. there and stuff you know
2: jeff just a quick question Mm -hmm. you know just off the top of my head you know, where is the furthest uh, that a person, What what is the furthest somebody's traveled here to uh, the Mothman Festival, you think? I know it's worldwide. Yeah,
0: first person that came through the door a few years ago is from Australia with his little boy, <laughs> and that was his little boy's birthday present. He wanted to come to Point Pleasant. Wow. And I hear That's that funny. all the time. You know, it sounds crazy, but uh, Japan, uh, you know, Europe, the U.K. There was a girl in here the other day from Ireland. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've I've got people that that will drive fifteen, sixteen hours. You know, they send me the emails, you know, they'll they'll come up to me and say, We drove from Miami, which is about fifteen, sixteen yeah. hour drive, straight they drove. <laughs> and I'm like, You you drove that far to come to the Mothman Museum. Yeah. They're like, Yeah, we did, you know. And it just it blows me because 'cause I, I'm you know, a lot of times people will say, Well, we're passing through, mm-hmm. had to go to a wedding or a funeral or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But there's a lot of people... That point Pleasant is actually a destination for people. That, mm-hmm. And the people around here don't realize that sometimes. Yeah. No, yeah. I
2: agree. I agree.
0: <laughs> you know, because they're not going to walk up and tell you that unless they're coming into a, your shop. shop. Yeah, yeah. We always make it a point to ask people, you know, where they're from. Yeah. Like, and uh, I
1: feel like local folks just kind of feel that we're just a roadside attraction when it's not the case right. at all. Yeah. Well, you know... I the, mean, it, there is to point. a point. The thing
0: is, is, you know... The Mothman story, whether you believe it or you don't, is not going to go away. Yeah. It's not going to just – the cancel culture won't be able to yeah. to get rid of it. And the fact is that people come here, and it's a good calling card to send them to the River Museum. Yeah. yeah. To the Farm Museum because they want, they want to make a day of it. Yeah. Right? And not all – everybody that comes into this museum is crazy about the Mothman. Their kids might be, yeah. but they might want to have, go over to the Riverfront Park. Yeah. Or they might want to go, uh, you know, to the river museum mm-hmm. or Crowdell Park. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It sounded to wind.
0: So yeah, let the kids yeah. look around for an hour or two, buy them a T-shirt, and then we're going to go on up to uh, the farm museum because you know we, you know. Yeah. So that's what we try to do here is mm-hmm. is promote all the different things you know around here. As a matter of fact, I got a kiosk. People can get on there and and you know get a little map of of the area and stuff yeah. like that.
2: That's yeah. cool. And what what a great job you've done, Jeff. My my hats well, off to you, man. appreciate It's not just me. I mean I know that. I you know, know that. my
0: daughter Ashley and and her husband Dusty and my wife Julie it, know, it's a they it, all, you it, know.
2: Yeah, and I think it goes hand in hand with your your passion for this and your passion for the town is is contagious. Yeah. You know, I well, I think I it hope so, definitely yeah. rubs off on other people. You know, Gabe and I have interviewed people from small towns on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that have made small changes in their towns but but you know you you've put your thumbprint here you know what well, i mean I appreciate and, and it's that, yeah. and it's had an everlasting effect on not only you know uh the people that live here but but you know me and and, and gabe in mm-hmm. terms of what yeah we try to do for the community too at times it's just i think it goes into this whole appalachian theme here that that you know you love where you're where you come right, from? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean,
0: you know, I and a lot of people I went to school with, they left as soon as they graduated. They took off, and you know, I wanted to stick around here because you know I was I was into the music and mm-hmm. and things like that. I thought I could still be based here. Yeah. You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, you know I've I you know my my mother still lives here and and uh, but I've I've always liked Point Pleasant. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, um, even though you know we live out back of Galpils, my wife is from Galpils and mm-hmm. stuff, but she has a store here. I have a store too, you know, yeah. in the new shop yeah. and everything. And, you know, we're here and I teach here. Right, so yeah. we, I, we basically I mean, are here more investing. than we are at yeah. home. You oh, know. Yeah. yeah. So,
2: yeah. And that, I think that's what it's all about is is just coming back and investing back in your community and, and some, right. in some type of way. Yeah, and we bought know.
0: property here on Main Street. You yeah. Know. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And I, I'm, you know, I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy to see uh, the impact that like I said, you and your family have had and, and others and Carolyn yeah. and everybody that's just right. come together to, to better the community. Yeah. And it's just that,
1: you know. Well, there's
0: I, no empty storefronts on Main Street hardly now. Exactly. No, 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 exactly. <laughs> we're, we're down <laughs> you to know, maybe
1: two. Yeah, and I think... 20
0: years ago, I mean, you know, it, it, it was iffy. I mean, you know, you yeah. had a lot of places just wasn't fooling with... Mm -hmm. renovating and and things like that. Yeah,
2: and it goes back to the the question just brought up earlier about, you know, the change that you've seen. I can guarantee you've seen it's probably night and day to what it used to be here on on Main Street. Well, in the
0: 60s and 70s, I mean, you couldn't find a parking spot, but you didn't have the bigger stores like Walmart, Kmart, and stuff like that. right? And uh, now social media fuels a lot of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, but uh, I remember coming down here when I was in grade school or junior high, you know, it was just busy all the time and yeah. then in the, the 80s and 90s yeah it started kind of waning you Early had the big 2000s. box stores yeah. and all that and, and and you know but it's the specialty shops that i think to draw yeah. attention you know what i mean 100 percent. if you go into a specialty shop like an ice cream shop hey you know they got a mothman sunday or whatever mm-hmm. yeah yeah or not just a mothman sunday but you know you west virginia merchandise yeah, yeah. appalachian, yeah.
1: appalachian yeah, yeah. Stuff. yeah 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 i mean and and I, I the
0: I, farmer's market too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys do that. I mean yeah. and, and people dig them farmers markets. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I hope that ours can grow yeah. some more yeah. in the in the near future. So yeah, that's I think what there's something too. That.
2: And and I think the Mothman brand, I mean, you know, just sitting here looking at what Greenbrier Valley yeah. does with, with their beer and things like that, it's it's kind of you well, know you got everything. I mean yeah. Yeah. you know it's Hot Mothman sauce.
0: Root Beer, <laughs> Mary Family Winery does the Mothman Root Beer. And I buy that stuff. They can't keep it in yeah. over there, just for me yeah. here. Yeah, you know, people they just and you know we have it on uh, tap over there at the, yep. the, at the trading d- company. Mm-hmm. Yep. you know, so we get that the kegs from them. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so well, and one thing I did want to touch on uh, tonight was just <laughs> the the statue itself mm-hmm. in the middle of our downtown because I, I don't know if there is a single other municipality that has a statue to a crypt- dedicated to a cryptid. No, I don't think so. No. Like, I mean, well, I know-
0: maybe some Bigfoot stuff out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, like, what was that process? Were you involved with that process with Charles? Or- uh,
0: when That was 2003, I think, and Bob Roach, you know, mm-hmm. uh, designed it. And I remember him coming around and asking me some questions, and I, he, he, I, I gave him one of our books mm-hmm. because he wanted to talk to a lot of those people. A lot of those original witnesses are gone. You yeah, are you know they're not young anymore and yeah. stuff but um he went around and talked to a lot of them and then he kind of came to his own conclusion about everything how to design it and things like that and um and I remember John Keel they got him to come he he passed away in 2009 and, you know John Keel came here in the early six, in the 66 when all this happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he actually stayed on 30th street with oh, really? some of those witnesses family Yeah. and um I had the chance to Meet him, and we kind of became, you know, we talked on the phone a lot. Yeah. You and know, he mm-hmm. would call me, I would call him, and you know, I wasn't trying to patronize him or get anything out of him. No, yeah. that a lot of people were, and I think he he realized that you know that I was uh, genuine as far as you know the festival mm-hmm. and the museum, and he really mm-hmm. liked the idea of the festival and the museum. Yeah, yeah. and that's why I think he he. If he didn't didn't really care for you, he wouldn't he wouldn't talk to you. Yeah. But you know, I, yeah. I felt privileged and honored that he would spend he would call me and yeah. say, Hey, how's the weather down there? You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's cool. And sometimes I felt he wanted to talk about everything but Mothman, which right. I that was cool. Definitely. But they brought him here to dedicate it. Mm-hmm. And they had all the news crews here, they had all the media, newspapers, everything. They couldn't find him. They didn't know where he was at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So he's down at Carolyn's eating breakfast. (laughs) He's sitting at the bar eating breakfast, and they're like, can you go down there and ask him if he can come up here so we can get this show on the road, you know, and all that? And I said, all right, I'll go down there and see what I can do. And he's sitting there in that white suit, Mm. which we have on display at the museum. (laughs) He's sitting there eating breakfast, and I walk up, and I'm like, uh, Mr. Keel, uh, they're waiting on you down there for the dedication. And he just turned and looked at me. He said, tell him I'll finish my breakfast first. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. All right. So I went back down. And I said, he's finishing his breakfast. And about 10 minutes later, here he comes. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, but he was God. just like that. You know, he he didn't get overly excited. He just said, you know, <laughs> I'll be there when I'm done. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: I wish I could have that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh Jeff. <laughs> Thank you so much. Actually, no. Scratch that. We always forget this question. I know, but I, I was I was going to see if you
0: remembered
2: or not. Yeah, I'm going to let you ask it. I get, All right, Jeff. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot here.
0: Okay. I'm not telling my age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm younger than your dad. That <laughs> well, okay. A few years. All right.
2: All right. Fair enough. What does it mean to you to be Appalachian?
0: Well, I think it's the simplicity sometimes of, you know, the lifestyle. Yeah you know it's not the hustle and the bustle and the and the pressure and all that you yeah. know i mean because you know i i meet a lot of people and talk to a lot of people they're you know fighting traffic they don't you know their jobs are high pressure stressful yeah yeah and then it's over yep. i mean they're they're old they're 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 done mm-hmm. and yeah. you know here i mean in point pleasant or or you know locally yeah you know, you can, you can kind of kick back and and it's it, the the pace is not definitely. as definitely. I like that. You know, so that's that's what I like about it. The museum gets really busy at times and everything, but it's never to the point like you're, you know, you feel like just throwing your hands up near and walking out. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I, I think that's that's part simplicity, of simplicity. You know?
1: I like that. That's good. I think that's, that's an angle we haven't heard yet. No, it's not. Yeah, I
0: Agreed. mean, you know, it's. I don't think I could handle living in New York City or Los Angeles or anything.
1: Me neither. I agree with that. So, a quick follow-up, just to kind of stay on theme for the uh, uh, episode, what does Mothman mean to you?
0: Well, Mothman for me has become a a career. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and I never planned it that way. Yeah, I thought you know I'd put a couple books out, open a museum, but um, and it's really it's weird. You know, to have people walk in and say, "You know, we've seen you on this show," or, you know, "You've seen you on that documentary and yeah. things like that." And and you know, I have a mask on and my hair pulled back yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but when I maybe it's my accent or something when I talk to them. But, uh, you know, it's like they know you. Yeah. You know, and that that's just something I've never really been able to get used to. Right. I, I think it's cool. You know, I always picture myself being in a metal band and <laughs> yeah. touring the world and. Yep. And you know, maybe sign a few autographs here and there for that, mm-hmm. not monsters, but you know, <laughs> music, <laughs> right? But really, it all goes hand in hand. I mean, yeah. art, music, monsters is pretty much all I've ever done mm-hmm. since you know I can remember. So it's it's, it's been unique, yeah, yeah, to say the least. You know, yeah.
1: that's
2: oh, the story. I do too, yeah, <laughs> and Jeff, I just, you know. Once again, just to wrap things up, I just want to say thank you for for what you have you have done and, and others. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's not it's just not, you. Uh, It's not me. I know it's just not me. just you. Yeah. I'm just. I think I say that just because we're here together. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the impact you've had, uh, you know, not even in terms of of, of uh, Point Pleasant, but even in the classroom and things like that. I, th- I think your yeah. personality and your passion uh, is extremely is extremely contagious to others. That okay, that are I appreciate that uh and, and it's done it's done wonders for our town you oh, know what i'm glad I mean? um most definitely and, and you know
0: well i think it'll continue i mean you yeah. know it will long after you know i i don't do this anymore you know we got grandson and yeah <laughs> 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 they they carry, carry it on ashley you know she likes the she likes the thought of all this yeah. but she's just busy too like, you yeah know, yeah so definitely and she's done a really good job as far as uh if I need stuff done creatively, yeah. mm-hmm. I just let her do it. That's definitely yeah.
1: Well, thanks again, Jeff. Okay, we Jeff appreciate appreciate it. it. All right, that was a lot of fun. First off, it was. Yeah, Jeff's a great guy, which we already know that. But can we can we take some of his old school
2: like? metal music and make it our transition here this week lord
1: that'd be great (laughs) if 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 it's not on eight track i don't think we can do it i know it might be on cassette i don't know maybe maybe (laughs) no but man jeff's just a solid guy that has just done i mean he has been i'm gonna say not single-handedly but he's been a catalyst for for our small town and I, i hope we were able to really exemplify that yeah throughout that interview, and, and kind of, like, that was our target.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, I, mean, I, I think, too, you know, Jeff went out on a limb here, mm-hmm. you know, for the Mothman v- Museum and things like that. He, he, It's just like any other business owner we've talked to, and I don't think, I don't know, I don't want to speak for Jeff. Like, I don't think he really looks at it as a business. He looks at it as, and I'm just speaking in terms of the museum. I think yeah. it's just... Uh, something he was passionate about and 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 went yeah. after it uh i mean <laughs> don't get me wrong i'm I know he looks at it as a business, but yeah. I'm just saying you know starting his book and things like that this was all derived from from just pure interest, yeah, you know what i mean yeah um but no, I have a lot of respect for jeff and 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 what he's <clears throat> what he's done with our downtown and uh what he the benefits that that we've gotten from that
1: mm-hmm. you know without a doubt without a doubt. So after that much positivity, actually, before we go into this, like I just want to talk about <laughs> just how awesome Mothman has been for our small community. Yeah, I mean, just like something that is just supposed to be so terrifying yep. and terrible, and whatnot, depending on your your version of Mothman. Well,
2: I, I think that's what was really unique about our interview was that you know some people have different outlooks as to how the mothman viewed yeah you know what i mean Uh like some of them could look at him as like this demon cryptid that like haunts families and you know scratches people's Mm -hmm. eyes out and if you look into his eyes like it'll make your eyes bleed and and then on the other hand you know you can go to the museum and pick up a mothman plush toy (laughs) and cuddle with it when you go (laughs) to bed (laughs) hold on hold on
1: on. We, we gotta add this in what what is your version of mothman I or have like, a version. How do I how do how, I view him? Yeah, like like I have a version of Mothman that I like to Ah. I, I mean, that's a good
2: question. I mean, I guess I've never taken the time to really sit and picture I guess okay. My version of Mothman is like he and I thought about this a little bit during the episode. I think he just exists like he's not there to scare people and he's not really there to like I think he's just average yeah he just has wings and red eyes you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like he's just there he goes. an everyday dude that you would you know sip on some water yeah with at the water cooler before heading to the old cubicle <laughs> to finish off the day hey what do you say carl
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what you say <laughs> mothman <laughs> uh nothing <laughs> but no I, I think uh i just you know maybe whenever he was like flying at 60 mile an hour over Linda Scarberry's car. Maybe he just wanted to hang out. You know yeah, what I mean? Like,
1: hey, these cats are having a pretty cool time. Yeah, they look like they're it. having a, Hey, hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey,
2: hey. Slow Sit. down. Wait for me. <laughs> Why are you crying? Is it my eyes? No, I just... That's the way... I guess that's the way I view them. Like, just... Yeah. I don't really... I've never looked at Mothman as, like, scary. And I've never looked at him as, like, a demon. I just...
1: Yeah, I've never seen him as a demon. Like, no. is he creepy? So, yeah, dude, like kind of creepy. Yeah, no,
2: I, that's the way I view him. It's just kind of like an average, just yeah. an average Mothman, you know, like your everyday Mothman.
1: I like to think of my Mothman. I feel like this is like a Ricky Bobby story from like Talladega Nights. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Go ahead. I like to I like to view my Mothman as just kind of an introverted being that somehow crossed dimensions and just like, wait a second, where am I? <laughs> I took a wrong turn on aisle two. Yeah. <laughs> well, I agree with I, that. Yeah. And then he's just like he's here and he's like, hmm. Yeah, I guess I gotta make the best of it. Yeah. So he's just like kinda chilling out watching like T V in his bunker. Yeah. Just trying to avoid people for the most part because they were all f- like terrified. Yeah. So I don't think he wants to hurt anybody. So I think ours are I think our outlooks are they're very similar. similar. They are. They are. Like definitely he's definitely like hanging at the water cooler, and be like, Hey Carl. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the well, never mind, I'm not gonna get that off topic.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's too bad maybe for some patreon Yeah, stuff. maybe
2: for some patreon well i was thinking of the i will get that off topic i was thinking of the old cartoon of like the sheepdog and oh the, yeah you know where they would like <laughs> clock in and out at yeah. the top of the mountain yeah i can't remember their names but anyway that's the way i would picture it being like yeah mothman clocks out another guy clocks in <laughs> but uh no I, I you know that that's that's my version of the mothman and our version and i think it's uh
1: i like that they're similar i do too yeah i do
2: too and i i want to know what our listeners you know i know we have a lot of listeners from west virginia and point pleasant how do you view the mothman do you view him as you know the scary being that is like
1: (laughs) what terrorizing how do you like the thing of your mothman like how do you like your Mothman? Eight pounds, seven ounce baby Mothman yeah. wrapped in gold linen. Yeah. <laughs> or do
2: you view your Mothman as like sitting front row in a Leonard Skinnerd concert, <laughs> wearing a tuxedo t-shirt? Wearing a tuxedo t-shirt <laughs> that says, "I'm here to be formal, but yet I'm here to party." How do you view your Mothman? <laughs> Give us a shout out on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Can't wait to see your version of Mothy.
1: Uh, good stuff. This is this has been such a fun episode, dude. It has just been, so positive. I think just because it's
2: it's home. It,
1: well, yeah, that's you true. Know what I mean? That's true. Like
2: we literally just drove two minutes down the road to talk to Jeff. Yeah. in the Mothman Museum.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely close to our heart. Yeah, I mean, and I, I don't know a, a lot of folks like Mothman is a pseudo well not oh, not pseudo representative, but like a type of representative for like the story of Appalachia because he's so unique in himself. Yeah. Um that folks try to claim that, man. You know yep. what I mean? Like we're we're just like hanging out here, just like check out this story. Yeah. Not, not not the story, but like the understory. Yeah. Well, and I think <clears throat> it's
2: just like Jeff had said, you know, if you lived at the beach, then yada yada yada. Yeah. I think uh, you know, TNT is my backyard growing up. Like, fair enough. <laughs> it's like I just uh it's just something being from here and it's a great point that Jeff had brought up is just I'm just numb to mothman like you know yeah I'd ride four wheelers and dirt bikes and side by sides whatever uh at night through TNT area and like you're you know you just yeah I, and I guess it goes back to that whole uh representation I have of mothman is that I'm just not terrified of him mm-hmm. I think just you know is what it is but I also yeah. like too that Jeff is just like if you think it's now then it's an owl if you think it's yeah. uh, a crane then it's a crane if you think it's you know uh, your uncle, interdimensional your uncle Bean. Carl dressed <laughs> uncle up uncle Carl. after his 20th <laughs> beer like then yeah it can be but like you you make it to what you what you feel it is and I yeah. like that yeah I
1: do too I do too Uh,
2: well dude I saw you finish that beer rather quickly and I know you're saving this can pop
1: I'm saving this can pop okay Go ahead. You know what I'm drinking to tonight, man? What are you drinking too. I figured. Yeah. I'm drinking to the main man of the conversation. Not Jeff, but Mothman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh as a mysterious being. Yeah. He's brought a lot of positive things to our town. Yes, I agree. I mean, regardless of what folks think of the legend and everything, like it's it's his, the story of Mothman and what Jeff and others have been able to do with that story yeah. to have a positive pat, impact um, on our town, whether that's economic, um, in terms of tourism, or just like the overall story, or historic preservation, like you had mentioned in the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I'm going to drink to him because if we didn't have that current draw to him, folks wouldn't Learn about the other parts of our area's history. Very good. So, cheers to Mothman.
2: Cheers to you, Mothy.
1: What about you, dude? We drink too.
2: Well, tonight I'm taking a swig to a new job opportunity. (gasps) Yeah. I am departing from the Point Pleasant Boys basketball program and I am uh gonna throw my name in the hat for the head girls basketball job oh snap yeah so you know I just want to you know drink to opportunity uh I know it seems minuscule to a lot of people that listen in but you know it's it's like I told the kids uh and I told coach Williams who was like a brother to me I told him uh when I decided to make this you know make this jump Mm -hmm. uh when you do these things and you know you coach i've i was 19 Mm -hmm. when i started coaching uh
1: literally a teenager
2: yeah um and it was just you know basketball's always been my passion i've loved it i loved the connection that my coach and i had uh and it you know had an effect on me um but, you know, when you, when you commit to something, and it's become a part of your life, you know, basketball has been a part of my life for almost a decade now with these boys, mm-hmm. uh, and and I've had a great run at, at state tournaments and and uh, you know sectionals and region, you know, all that stuff. It's it's been great. Um, but what a lot of people don't see is this team the managers the the coaches the kids are all a part of uh you know me getting engaged they're also a part of me uh getting married my child being born things of that sort you know they're there for all those milestones in my life Mm -hmm. um and and you know it was difficult to be able to you know to have to look at the kids and and explain to them you know hey you know, this is my last year here as, as you know, the varsity assistant. Plus, you know, Coach Williams and I have have gotten really close. Coach has been on uh past episode of ours during Black History Month. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but, you know, I think when opportunity comes, you, you leap on it. Uh, I feel like the girls deserve um, a lot of the attention that I've given our boys program. And I feel like they deserve uh, to be led in the right direction. Agreed. Um, and I'm not saying they were led in the wrong direction. I'm just saying uh-huh. I feel like they, they deserve to be led in a different direction of, um, you know, in terms of athletics. So, you know, I'm going to take a drink to the new head coach of Point Pleasant Cheers. varsity girls basketball.
1: As the athletic trainer, I, uh, I'll drink to that as well. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it, man. Thanks, man. Well, this drink to that is brought to you by... The best coffee shop in the tri-state area mm-hmm. between uh, West Virginia, Ohio, and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. The River Roasters. River Our guys and gals at River Ro. Hashtag River
2: Hashtag River <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, for real guys. They, uh, they have quality food, quality coffee. I just picked up another bag of coffee beans the other day. So if you don't get to get, go there very often... Take the roast with you, man. Whether, take it home. Yeah, if you like their light roast, medium roast, dark roast, take it with you. Yeah. So make sure you grab, like, a, I don't know, a cold brew with vanilla sweet cream. A little cup of out.
2: culture, dude. I'm telling you, we need to, we need to do something with that. Yeah. That phrase.
1: Yeah, we need to make t-shirts and. Yeah. Put their name on it, and then, dude. <laughs> and we, well, no, I'm just. We kidding.
2: talk about this all the time. Yeah. Like, Larry and Candace's episode was, was one of my favorites.
1: Oh. Hands down, like, we actually get several people that say that. I know. Like, they're like, we really like their story. And like, because oh, we do too. People. That's why we, uh, well, they are kick ass people. With so. a kick ass calls
2: and some kick ass coffee. So, like,
1: oh, that's a better t shirt.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we make the S's, Z's? Yeah. Uh, never mind. Uh, I guess. <laughs> but no, I they're, they're, it's just, dude, I'm telling you, they're just genuine people. And, you're you're sipping on a cup of
1: yeah i i'm also excited about everything they have going on right now i mean they're expanding opening up their own roaster so they'll be making their own coffee bean yep or roasting their own coffee beans so i'm really excited to taste that out because what they've had going with uh i think it's Ridge Runner out of Athens Ohio mm-hmm. like it has been absolutely phenomenal
2: i heard if you blend their coffee beans up and rub them on your skin you live forever
1: i'll be right back Wait, before I do this, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. Okay, well, I should probably wait until the kids <laughs> go to bed, so. <laughs> uh, All right, dude, but uh, it's been a fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> Pomeroy, Ohio, go see them. All right, I got to get over to do this coffee bath real fast. Yeah. So, guys, it's been fun, as always. We look yep. forward to next week, and y'all take care. Y'all take care now, you hear?
2: Hey, just kidding, it's me. Uh just wanted to say that uh I'm very thankful for our main man, Jess Bibby. Yeah. He hooked us up. Dude, the the hazy IPA that he bought us the uh low wire, low pitch. Shit. Delete that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Low pitch. It is a hazy, though. It is a hazy,
1: but it's low pitch. Hazy IPA. What's the brewing company? High Wire Brewing, man. See, that's
2: where I got it mixed up at. Yeah. So get off my ass. Read the can. It's dark. I know. Your propane ran out on the fireplace. Yeah.
1: Anyways, Jess, thanks for hooking hooking us up with uh, some beer that we can uh, record these episodes with, dude. We appreciate your listenership and your unwavering support, man.
2: Dude, that was really good how you put those words together.
1: I live next to an English teacher. I'm proud of how you talk. I try to speak well. I love you, Jess.
2: Thank you for the beer. Peace.
0: This episode is powered by West Virginia Can't Wait.